Welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Steven. I'm Josh. And I am Aaron. Aaron Joseph Barnett. Aaron Joseph Barnett. And this week on the Couch Time Podcast, um, we have a couple things to talk about. But first things first, a brief update on student ministry for the summer. So Mm -hmm. we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, but just to continue to remind you all after the elders, um, or Peter and Brad, or I think it was Peter and Brad put out a video yeah. about our stance, um, moving forward with COVID-19. Um, we are continuing to meet on Sunday nights in our groups via zoom. And as you know, th- things and regulations get lifted, we're going to try to be creative how we can, um, to be able to be with students if it's possible to, you know, if it's not possible to do so safely and effectively, um, then we won't. But we're, we're going to kind of continue to shift things as it comes and as things change. But for now, the plan is to have some sort of Bible study. Some people will be in groups. Some people may be in a big group on Zoom. It kind of depends on the campus. Yeah. But we will be having a Bible study through the end of June. So we'll be off on Father's Day. Um, but we will continue to be connected with your kids as much as we can. Um, through the end of June, and we'll continue to make changes as we see fit to do so safely and effectively. Um, but this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about um, not wasting this season that we're in, mm-hmm. and it is a season that we're in. It's a temporary season that you know hopefully will be over soon, um, but may not be over for a bit. But at some point, will be over, um, and we don't want to waste this season that the Lord's given us. Um, everything has a place. Everything has a reason. There's um, purposes that the Lord has behind all of this. And yeah. we want to not waste it. Um, and we want to be able to look back years down the road and to see this season in our life and be able to tell stories of it um, without having regrets of what we wish we had taken advantage of or what we wish we had got done, but rather be able to say, you know, like, God actually did a lot of stuff during that time. And, um, and here's some things I got to do that I wasn't able to do um, elsewhere in life. So we're just going to talk with you guys about how you can take advantage of this time um, so that years down the road, Lord willing, you can look back um, and be proud of how you handled um, the COVID-19 craziness that was 2020, um, because it's going to be talked about. For history to come so yeah um yeah what do you what do you guys think how how can we not waste this season i think what's really helpful is to grow in being intentional with your time intentional doesn't mean you're reading your bible for eight hours a day maybe it is i don't know of anybody who has that kind of time but uh, right right but i think being being intentional with the time that God is giving you and um, with the time, the resources and the the season he's giving you, like you were talking about, Stephen, like there's, we're in this season. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes your family does need a break and you just need to chill and watch something. Um, Sometimes maybe playing a video game will will be uh, interactive and that that's good. The thing I would be curious about, and, and maybe would encourage parents towards it if this isn't something you've thought about or you've done before is, and, and it's even a conversation Laura and I have had before, but it's like, what's something you can do, create, build, 
uh, write, think up that will be a contribution in some way, shape, or form. So I, I know a student, he, he's, uh, he's in the middle of writing a book. Like he's had this book in his head and he's like writing it down and it's slow cause you know, you're handwriting it, but like he, he's, he's doing that. Um, my wife just did these, uh, painted these little, uh, I don't know, little wooden figurines of our family. And that, that's like a way she's creating and we're going to like put that somewhere in the, the apartment. And like, so what are those things that like your kid can contribute, create whatever, um, especially if that doesn't involve a screen, if that's helpful. I, I think that's an interesting way to dive into their world of like, what are they passionate about and what, um, what are ways that maybe you can even equip them to do that thing? I don't know. That was just a thought. Yeah, I, I don't know. So Josh has been talking a lot recently about God's presence with us in the middle of hard things. So it's like one option is right now, things may be crazy in your life. Things are going haywire. Um, it feels out of control. You, you're you getting stumped and feeling worried and scared and different things. And um, you can't like in those moments, see the bigger picture and try to be intentional with like what you're doing with your time um, and see years down the road because you're so stuck in the fog of what is like right now. Um, so I think kind of what you were talking about earlier, Josh, with us is that one, it starts with realizing God's presence with you in this season, mm. um, that he's in it, that he's for you, that he, that he loves you, that he likes you, that he's given you grace sufficient for the day to handle whatever's going on that like you could say, you could say so many things about that. And then once you've like come to that realization of like, I can take a deep breath, I can like evaluate um, life around me through the lens of God's um, presence with me. Then I think what, what I'm interested in, and I wrote, I wrote it down is like, what do I want to say five years down the road from now mm. about this time? That's good. And like, we, we already can look back a few weeks and most people, not everybody, but most people can say a couple things that they're, they've learned or that they're thankful for that they've got to do that they didn't get to do before. Um, but then it, it's like, okay, do, do more of that stuff. Like increase whatever it is that you've been thankful for and excited about and increase it so years down the road when you look back there's like these things you can point to to what this season meant to in your life um yeah. so if it's like man it was really like restful for me like i mm -hmm. i didn't have the craziness of life going on it's like okay well remember that in the days where things start to get crazy during this season and remember like wait i want this time to be a restful time i don't want to just um, now that we're a few weeks in, so it's like, I've gotten used to it. I've slowly begin to fill up my calendar more and more and more and more and more because I'm a few weeks into it. It's like, okay, no, 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 no. This is a rest. Like, I don't need to do all these things during this time and make it a restful time for you. So I don't, I'm like trying to think five years down the road. Yeah. I mm. want to be able to say that, like, I like read a lot more and I took more time. It's like, okay, remember that on a day-to-day -day basis. What are you doing today? 
to be able to five years down the road yeah. um, look back positively on what was a really hard time, I guess would be my, my question. I think there's a book uh, Tripoli wrote. Uh, I forget the one. It's the Rise from the Rise yeah. album. I think the book yeah. might be called Rise, but it's uh, it's all about rising up out of this culture and using using our time well. It's a very very good book. I read it a couple seasons past. I actually used it in a series with the students uh, two years ago. But the thing that stuck with me that is you know is coming to me now in regards to entertainment because right now so many students that I talk to that's the dominating you know time consumer right now is mm. entertainment yeah you know whether that's music or that's movies or Netflix or any kind of streaming or social media it's like entertainment is kind of winning with yeah. time which is not necessarily wrong but um, what I would say, parents, to you to encourage you, that's, you know, a struggle for me. And based off what you said, Stephen, like, you know, trusting that God's presence is very real and he is still alive. He's still on his throne. He's still doing something. It's like, well, okay, God, well, if that's true and this is not outside of your plan, what do you want me to be doing right now? Mm. Um, and students, like, what should we be doing right now? Um, and I don't think our mandate as Christians is any different. We need to love the Lord with everything we got and love our neighbors ourselves. Sometimes our neighbors change in different seasons. Like, well, who are your neighbors in this season? It's like siblings, family members, maybe your literal neighbors more than they've ever been your neighbors that you've gone to love. There's still people that we have to love. So encourage your kids to do that. But when it comes to entertainment, Tripoli says entertainment is good if it causes you and pushes you towards Christ and entertainment is wrong if it pushes you away from Christ. Mm -hmm. So he really, really breaks it down and just says, if it pushes you to Christ, it's absolutely good. If it pushes you away from Christ, it's not good. Like avoid it. Don't be entertained with that, whatever it is. And that's really relative because, you know, Josh or Steven, something might be entertaining for you that you guys can glorify God in your heart and mind with that for me, I shouldn't, you know, uh, like I should, I'm neglecting something by choosing to do what you guys are doing, you know, playing video games or, you know, uh, reading books or something that I want to do. I have, I have other priorities that maybe I should spend my time doing. It's a matter of personal conviction. What is pushing you to, to, be closer with Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, in my childhood, I'll just share real quick. In my childhood, there was a whole season where I was bored out of my mind. And I had hours. I was homeschooled. Uh, and I would get my schoolwork done. And I would have hours to kill in a day. And I didn't know what to do with it. And I wasn't allowed to play video games. And sometimes my mom was cleaning the house or something like that. She said, go outside. And it's like, well, what do I do? She said, I don't know, find something to do. Well, I was pushed past boredom to where I started having to be creative. And that whole season of my life helped form who I am today. So it's like my faith and my uh, my personality it was formed during those seasons of life and God used uh, to make me who I am. And it's not a bad thing. Uh, and I'm grateful that my mom and dad made me do that, 
you know, because I had to use my brain. And I think that that's helpful. And God gave us that to be creative and to, as you said, Josh, create. Um, and so I would encourage parents to be thinking outside the box and push their kids past maybe where they're comfortable. Um, so, because it's about five years down the road, as Stephen said, it's not just about surviving the here and now. Like, let, let me see if, uh, so there's two things that kind of stood out to me. So there's a phrase that uh, came to my mind when you were talking about boredom. One was uh, that boredom isn't necessarily a problem that uh, it's, it's the job of the parent to fix. Um, but I think boredom can be used as a springboard to encouraging students towards something. Maybe it's not like you have to do this every time your kid says that they're bored, but maybe it's, maybe it is a conversation you think about, like, what is your kid good at or whatever, and encouraging them towards something. The other thing that you talked about was using, does entertainment point you towards Jesus or pull you away from him? Um, something along that line. I'd almost love to like, talk about what does that practically mean? Yeah. Um, maybe if we could brainstorm for a minute, it might be helpful for parents. So like, I, I remember, I'm going to just give a, a short illustration. So like, I remember um, there's been a, a couple times where I've watched um, different movies or like Band of Brothers or, or something uh, with, with some people. And then we talked about it afterwards and just to like draw some of the connections and like still, still to this day, like I'm actually, when I have time, I'm actually rewatching Band of Brothers again. I've watched it like at least 10 times and just like going through it again. And I'm even like, honestly, I have my full focus planner and I'm like taking notes on leadership right now from, yeah, from that. Good. And just like, if there's something that was super helpful, it's like, I, I'm like studying uh, Dick Winters and how he did things. And it's like, man, that's helping me become a better leader. And even just the way he cared for his men is almost like a practical way of like caring for people. Um, so I, I think that's, that's one of those good and pure and lovely things that we're supposed to set our minds on, right? Um, what, what are some other ways you guys have seen redeeming value in entertainment? Yeah, so... I would say for me, like that, that kind of thing would not be like, like I don't like talking with people about a movie after I see a movie and like they want to pick it apart and talk about it or like it for me, like what I see for entertainment that's redeeming for me is like an amount of rest mm. and just like stop doing something, stop thinking and like, um, working, 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 or like go, 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 going. And one, getting to rest. But two, I think like having a shared experience like mm, with people yes. can be very redeeming. So like it's really um, enjoying a movie with a friend or going to an art museum with a friend. Like I'm not the type that goes to an art museum and wants to talk about the art. Some people are. I just look at it and go, wow, that's a, that looks cool. Like, but if I'm doing that with somebody as well, it's like, it's a shared moment that we have together and it doesn't need to be a deep moment. It doesn't need to be 
a spiritual moment where we have like long conversations. So I think relationships are built with time and shared experiences together and enjoying, just enjoying things with a person, I think is a value and helps relationships. Regardless if it, if it's an enjoying a deep thing or a not deep thing, if you're getting to enjoy something, you're getting to laugh and smile because you're watching some funny TV show. I think that in of itself builds that relationship. Um, for some people more than uh, sitting down and just talking to someone face to face would, it's like, yeah. I feel like I connect more with people on that level that then I can have better conversations going forward than if like, I never get to just enjoy so, something with them. And it Steven, helps with the inside I, jokes too. Sometimes I think we should create some discussion questions for after you play Legos so that you can analyze the experience. Uh, I can make some dope Legos though. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, I think you make a good point too. Cause, uh, I, yeah, the, the thing, I think it's important for parents to know is just like, you could drive yourself crazy and, uh, almost be pharisaical in, making sure that every single thing is like, you know, you're having a good conversation about it. And I, I think mm -hmm. th this is the point that we make in student ministry about fun is that the redeeming value in fun is one, A, like God created it. Hey, that's probably something we should like just enjoy. There's some things God has just given us taste buds, literally just for enjoyment. Like yeah. God does things for the sole purpose. And to like enjoyment. not eat like poisonous or like bad things yes. too. Yes. That helps as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that's important to think about with, with yeah. entertainment is um, I, I did like what you said though, about like doing things together. Like I, I know that's a thing that like in my family growing up and I know in Laura's family, like we watched movies as a family and it like, we didn't necessarily talk about it like afterwards like maybe we'll talk about it but not like in a deep spiritual way or whatever but it just created shared experiences and now it's like man i have certain memories fond memories of watching the really? middle three star wars movies because of uh the specific time in my life where my dad introduced that to us i remember eating pizza hut pizza like there's just and and i associate a fond memory with a family experience and I think that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I would. Um, what was the question you asked, Stephen? How do we something about redeeming entertainment? Josh uh, asked, "What ways have you found entertainment to be redeeming?" Yeah. Um, so I really, really think that everything you guys have said, for example, with my wife. Um, and with my daughters, when I'm going to turn on cartoons for them, uh, I want to entertain them so that I can go and get some things done that I've been needing to. But when I turn it on, it's like, they just want me to watch it with them. You know, it's like, it's a shared experience. And the times that I choose to do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to watch Elena of Avalor anymore. I, I, there's other things Corey that I can Corey Carson. Do. But then when I, but then 
I'm, I'm planting so many seeds, Josh, like you said, of investments. So whether that's encouraging your siblings to do things together that, you know, they're sick of each other, but it's like now is a time when siblings have more time together than they ever have before, maybe in their lives up to this point, yeah. and like encourage that and foster that. And it's like, it's not going to be forever. And it's a good thing, you know? Uh, I don't know necessarily they're going to be best friends, but, you know, remind your kids that it's like this is going to pay off at some point in the future if you use it well. The second thing I was going to say for me personally is, um, you know, in my heart and mind, there are strengths that I have that God's given me that if I don't feed, mm-hmm. they, they get stale and stagnant. Yeah. Um, and for example, like I've got this model, Josh and Steven, you guys were making fun of me. Steven was, cause it's taken me like two years, but case in point, you know, a model helicopter, I'm creative naturally. And I want, but if I'm not practicing and I don't have outlets for that, you know, it just kind of, as I said, gets stale. But then all of a sudden when I start working on it, it's like, I start doing things that I kind of amaze myself like, Oh wow, I can't believe that worked. Or wow, that looks better than I thought. And when I do it, I am reminded that I get to sit back and it's like, wow, look at what I created, but not, not like in a prideful way, although I could. It's, it's like, God, that is so cool. Thank you for giving me the ability to make that because that's cool looking. I'm grateful for it. And four hours just went by and I loved every second of it. Like I was just engulfed in this, this task that was fun. And it's like, God, thank you for fun. Like I can, I can be grateful. And it's like the Bible commands us to be grateful all the time. And it's like, well, that came from the fact that I was doing something that I'm good at that I forgot that I was good at. Kids, they don't always know what they're good at. And they're figuring that out now. I would say to just continue to remind yourself and remind your kids that this is a very, very once in a lifetime, unique opportunity. Yes, it is a unique struggle. Yes, it is a unique suffering that you probably will never face again. But in all of those things comes unique opportunities um, to get to be a season that is good, even though it was hard. Um, so I would just remind, remind yourself and say, what, am I using this, this unique opportunity as an opportunity yes. or am I just using it as suffering? Um, right. Yeah. And evaluate your day, evaluate your attitude about the things in your day. So whether it's your attitude about entertainment, you could have a negative attitude and feel guilty that you're doing this, or you can have a positive attitude and be like, wow, I'm really getting to like do this, this, and this. And I'm going to remember that years later when I can't get to use those um, gifts the Lord's given me as much, or it's like, wow, I'm really getting to spend more time with my kids. Like I, I don't, I need to fight back the annoyance of them and instead be, be grateful that this is an opportunity that I'm not going to get forever. And five years down the road, I'll remember the time with my family. Like I think just looking it through a lens as it as an opportunity of something that can be really good. And then beginning to remember that in the little moments, in the little details, and then put in some of the things that you want to be grateful for. Yeah. And five years down the road, I, I pray that we can look back and be, and have some memories of like, wow, that was a unique time in my life when God did unique things. And I had unique experiences um, with all of those around me and between me and the Lord personally. Let me, let me pray. Um, 
Father, I am so grateful that you are a God who has purpose in all things and that you, um, you are ruling and reigning over this quarantine and that you, um, you've also given us gifts and abilities and you've created people differently with different strengths and to, to reflect who you are in different ways. And I just want to ask that the, the things we've talked about today, um, to, not, to not just waste this quarantine, but to, um, to figure out ways that we can use it for your glory, um, to, to enjoy you, to enjoy the gifts you've given, to enjoy these students in maybe a different way than we've been able to, to appreciate the, the ways that you've wired them in a different way than maybe we have before, Lord, would you just give um, that wisdom to parents? Would you help them to be intentional? Um, and I'm just reminded of what you say in 1 Corinthians 10.31, that whether we eat or we drink or whatever we do, that we would be doing it for your glory. And I just pray that you would grow all of us in knowing what to uh, reject, what to uh, receive, and what to redeem in our lives. You're good. We love you. And we pray this, these things in King Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.